Hey, Top Fans, it's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry coming to you with another podcast, another group of guys that have been in the podcast before. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to kind of talk, you know, we're 20 plus games in the season. We got Brian in the clubhouse, who is our, our angel guy. We got Thomas, who's our Braves guy in the clubhouse. And boys, let's just have some fun with what the last, you know, 20, 20 plus games are going to be. And Thomas, I'm going to start with you. We started the season. Everything's good. Talk to me about where the Braves are at as we started the season. Braves are struggling, coming out of the gates really slow. Did the same thing last year, but we can't wait as long as we did last year with when we started picking it up. We got to start a lot sooner because the Mets are starting a lot stronger. So we can't let them get too far out of reach. We did just have a doubleheader with them today. We lost both of them. Yeah. The first one goes to Charlie Morton. It's a night and day difference with Charlie Morton. With the first three innings, he's pitching like he can't figure it out. But the last four innings, he pitched a total of maybe 40 pitches between four innings. He was on lights on fire. He was he was killing it the last four innings. So that's yeah, just how it is with the Braves. They're either super hot or super cold. And we made it a good game for the first one. We got shut out in the second one. So we're sitting at 11 and 15 right now. Okay. Okay. It's not – not too bad. Like you mentioned, you make a good point, though. In your division, there have been a lot more <clears throat> additions for the Mets and for the Phillies. You cannot fall too far behind and expect to have a huge run late August, early September. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Mets are Mets are actually looking good. And the Phillies added a couple All-Stars. So it's, you know, you, you bring up a great point. Uh, Brian, talk to me about the Angels. Started out, it looked good, but tell me about the Angels. Yeah, turn off the Thomas though in the NL East as well. Uh, the Marlins are doing oh, okay. Oh, they're a thorn, so yeah. <laughs> they're they're young, but watch those guys. They're young, yeah. but watch those guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, April was really good for the Angels. Um, the last few years, man, the last I don't even know how long. Uh, <laughs> April's it's like first week. Yeah, let's go. And then it's like week two and it's like, all right, when's, uh, when's the next season? Um, they started off really hot this year. Um, you know, they, I know it's right now we're recording on May 3rd. Um, they lost the last two games. So they're one and two, one and two in May, but, uh, April was really good. You know, like we saw them lose the first opening series against Houston, but after that they took care of Houston in Houston, took care of the Rangers, like took care of all those teams swept the guardians. Like it, April was really good. The offense wasn't even fully clicking, but the pitching and the bullpen was what really held a lot of those guys together, all those games together. Um, but if you look at it, like I'm, they, uh, they had some pretty so, uh, so uh, competition with a lot of those teams, but um, the big question mark was pitching. And so far it's looked pretty good. So April was really yes. good to us. Let's see. Uh, how it's coming out in May. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy that just looked at the Red Sox Angels score and yeah. was like, oh no. <laughs> yep. I, it, it's funny because I always uh I always feel like Angel fans are like, you know, Tanner, Tanner Boyle fans from the Bad News Bears, right? Three weeks into the season season. And another thing, just wait till next year. <laughs> this year might be our next year, right? Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? All right. Next question. This one will start with you, Brian. Positives, positive things that you're seeing from the Halos. 
Uh, the money well spent that went to the bullpen. That's been the one positive thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and like how you reiterated when the preseason uh, podcast, um, Noah Syndergaard is Thor right now. I know he did take the loss tonight against Boston, but he's been their most consistent pitcher out of the six in rotation five. Now they option Suarez, but the positives um, it's really the fact that, you know, they got those young guys in there and, I know the option of Dell today as well, but they got Taylor Ward and Brandon Marsh and Tyler Wade. And a lot of those guys are contributing, but also like they're adding a lot of, uh, they're having more fun. And you could see it in the dugout. They added this home run celebration with the cowboy hat and they run into the tunnel and everyone's doing it. And it's just really fun to see that on social media when you're watching the broadcast, like those guys are having fun, no matter if they're, down five or up five like they're staying in the game mentally and uh that's something we haven't seen um in anaheim in a, in a long time actually or ever i honestly yeah. can't you remember the last team that had a lot of fun maybe the 2014 they were really good in 2014 um but that's been my one positive is the fact that they're just they're having fun in the dugout and it and it's showing you know all three of us on this podcast played right and at different levels and the one thing about baseball that brian you nailed it because the one thing about baseball is if you're not having fun what are you doing right and it's even i you know as as crazy as these people think this this stupid um you know big necklaces or the jackets or the the hats or whatever i love that because it brings the kid back out in the game right and it shows that you're just it's not about the millions. It's about, hey, I'm competing at the highest level in the world. I just hit a home run or whatever. Let me throw on this stupid, you know, like in Toronto, this stupid, you know, blazer with all these, yeah. different, you know, who cares? It's just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Them, right. Um, Thomas, to you, the Braves, positives. Positives. Uh, offensively, it would be starting with Austin Riley. Austin Riley is killing it right now. He has that dad energy. He's been a dad for, I think, a full week now. <laughs> and out of the seven or eight days that he's been a dad, he has, I want to say, four or five home runs. He's killing it this past week with that dad energy. So congratulations to him. Good job for him. And then the surprising pick with our offense is Travis Darno, our catcher. He's He came out of the box slow, but now he's picked it up. He's batting 333 right now. That's, that's MVP numbers. He, he's not putting up a lot of home runs or anything, but he's making those clutch hits. He's taking over when he has to. Then when yeah. it comes to defense, you can't look past uh, Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright has the second or the third uh, best ERA in the entire National League, or it might be major leagues. I didn't look that far into it, but those are those are some really good positives for the Braves. I'm excited about it because there's not a lot to look look forward to right now with the record being 11 to 15, but there's always something good to look at. Well, and and I would have strangled you through the computer screen if you wouldn't have mentioned Travis, because <laughs> every every catcher. If you get anything offensively out of them, yep, positive, right? There's mm-hmm. very few catchers that that teams hire because they want their stick too. They just want them to control the pitching staff. And your pitching staff right now is is doing you know fairly well, but you know, and I don't care if this guy goes long ball thirty times, that's not his makeup. It's never been his makeup, you know. But if you're in about three thirty three, 
I'll take it. I'll take yep. it. Any day. You know, we've, we've got a catcher in L.A. that's, you know, he's got a couple of home runs. And, you know, Will Smith's going to do some things that are pretty special. But I love the fact that, you know, he controls the pitching staff. And when he comes up, if he can do some things, great. So, yep. awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. Okay. Um, question number three. Uh, Thomas, we'll take this one to you. I hate using the word negative because we're, what, 23, 25 games in the season. But tell mm -hmm. me something about the Braves that you're concerned about or maybe a few concerns that you have early on as you've been watching. I am concerned with, number one, our starting pitching. Starting pitching is a little weak. They're trying to run a six-man rotation right now, and we just don't have the depth to be able to do that. We have Kyle Wright is our – phenomenal ace right now he's leading us in almost every statistical category when it comes to starting pitching you have max freed who sometimes he's a cy young pitcher sometimes he looks like he shouldn't even be in the major leagues but he's our set number two and then number three we have uh shoot i am drawing a blank right now we have um max wow <laughs> yes yes <laughs> don't know don't know. Uh, we have have Max Freed, but um, yeah, we uh, Charlie Morton. That's who. Charlie that's Morton. who it is. Sorry about that. <laughs> He's yeah. our number three pitcher. After that, it just drops off, and they're just going through a revolving carousel of minor league pitchers where you don't know who's going to show. You don't know if they're going to get shelled, if they're even going to make it past three innings. And when you're worried about that with your starting pitcher, that's a lot of concern. And then if you look past the pitchers, you have to look at the offense. Our offense is either hitting solo home runs or they're striking out. Where I'm pretty sure we're top five in the league in most strikeouts right now. We have got to get that number down and we have got to start producing, getting people on base. So when we do hit those home runs and we're going to hit them, we're top five in the home runs right now. We just have no production, nobody on base to make it look like anything. Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> getting those guys on before you hit the hit the long ball is is always a concern of mine for any team, right? Solo home mm -hmm. runs are great, but two run home runs are even better. Yes, right? yes, they are. And I and I think I've mentioned this to you offline. I love Max Freed, and mm -hmm. I think he's a uh, Cy Young type pitcher. Yep. I just it's really weird. I kind of feel like he's like a Clayton Kershaw where, you know, early on in Clayton's career, he was lights out, but right now he's either lights out or he's semi lights out or he's just off. And, yep. and I, I kind of feel like that's where you're at with Max right now. No, you know, mm -hmm. no disrespect, but I kind of feel like he's either lights out or, or look out who knows what's coming. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep. So that's, that's a tough road. We get it all the time here in LA with Clayton because, you know, and Clayton's older and things like that, but it's just sometimes he comes out and he, like he did in Minnesota where he pitches seven perfect innings and other times mm -hmm. he comes out and I'm looking and I'm going, are you going to make it through the third? <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> yep. Not good. All right, Brian, uh, let's go to you. Angels uh, yeah. concerns right now. Yeah. Um, also to just trail off the Braves too with Morton, he came off a pretty nasty broken leg injury in the world series and then a shortened really? spring training. So I think once, once May and June hits, uh, I think a lot of these pitchers who are kind of struggling right now, they're going to get stretched out and it's going to be a lot better baseball from them. Um, my concerns with the angels currently, um, 
you know, it's it's playing the 20 games in 20 days with no days off um, in these uh, in these colder climates. They just played a series in Chicago that they split the four gamer. And then now they're down 1-0 to Boston at a three gamer out there. Um, Different weather out here in Southern California that is in the East Coast. So um, my issue is the the offense. uh, It's always going to be pitching with me um, with that team because they haven't had starting pitching a long time. But the offense right now, it's it's not clicking. Um, We know what this offense can do on paper. They're really good. Um, Rendon hasn't gotten started. Jared Walsh has not done much. Otani's hit or miss. Trap and Ward have been like the top two um, guys, and they're jumping around the, the lineup right now. You know, Ward's found a spot in the leadoff spot as well, but um, it's the inconsistency of the offense uh, for me. Um, I just – I want a full – we're going to get a full season of Anthony Rendon, I want to see what he can do because I know what he can do. I know what he did in Washington, his career there. Yeah. I want it out here. The Angels haven't had a great third baseman in a long time. And they paid the money for it. And, you know, he's he's flashing the glove, but I'm still waiting on the bat. I'm still waiting on Tony Two Bags, doubles machine. I'm still waiting for the homers. Um, Jared Walsh had a great year last year. I think the fact that he's been sitting a lot against lefties, um, you know, even there's back-to-back days where they face lefties and they bench him. So he's not getting the consistent at-bats that he should be getting. He got all the at-bats last year. So, like, what's the difference? I know he doesn't have great numbers against lefties, but some of his biggest hits are off lefties, including a grand slam against Roldis Chapman last year at Yankee Stadium. But I'm waiting for this offense to click. I'm waiting for David Fletcher to do his thing. I'm That's my concern right now. It's uh, The pitching's there. I want them both to click at the same time. Yeah, and that's the key to any baseball thing. And I, I think – your comment about Rendon is spot on. And I think you've got an ace in the hole with Rendon because nobody's saying Anthony Rendon and the, the angels are coming to town, right? They're saying either Shohei or, or Mike Trout, which takes the pressure off of Rendon just to freaking play baseball. Yeah. And that's why he he picked to play in Anaheim too. Right. Exactly. And when he was in Washington, it was kind of like Rendon and the Nats are coming to town. And so I, I think you've got an ace in the hole where when he can just clear his mind, it's May, yada, yada, yada. I, I, I think you got something special there that will slide under the radar. And I, yeah. it won't surprise me if he hits, you know, 315, 320, um, you know, with 20 home runs and nobody pays attention to it. Right. Cause everybody's focused mm-hmm. on Shohei or, or Trout or, yeah. or, you know, Jared Walsh or whatever. So I think you're spot on with that. Um, okay, so I'm going to stay with the Halos for a second. Tell me some more about the next 25 games. What what are you looking for in the next 25 games from a Halo perspective? I mean, you're in first place right now. Obviously, yeah. you want to stay there, but what does it look like? What does that look like for the next 25 games? Um, I think capitalizing off of their strong April is key, um, knowing what they can do and what they're capable of. Um, I'm looking for them to uh, – Kind of uh, trounce on the division a little bit. Um, in May, they got they got back-to-back series, Oakland and Texas, at their respective cities. And then they play them uh, here in Anaheim. And uh, you have to win your games against your division. If Plain and simple. If you can, you know, win 90 games, but if you're bad against your division, like, 
the division winner is going to go to the other team. Like that's, that's how it goes. You know, you won 90, they won 96. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking for them to, you know, Washington's kind of been a thorn. They're not going to be 2019 nationals, but they got them coming to town. They got Tampa Bay. Who's not doing Rays baseball right now, but you don't know, they can start clicking and they're off to the races. Yeah. Um, and you got Toronto at the end of the month and then you travel to New York. So Next 25 games, it will be interesting. They do have a doubleheader in there. They do have four days off in May, uh, which is nice. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but I'm looking for them to really just pound into those weaker teams in the division. Oakland, they're not going to be around much longer um, in the city of Oakland, maybe, but also like in the division. In Texas, even though they spent all that money, they're still not pitching. So you need to yeah. capitalize on those on those weaker division teams. Yeah, true statement. And I mean, you mentioned the Rays. Every time somebody mentions the Rays to me, I kind of feel like the movie Major League, when the two guys are out with the working, they're like, who are these effing guys? Like nobody knows half the guys in the lineup, right? Except for one or two guys. Yet it's weird. They always come to play your team and whether that's the Braves or the Dodgers or the Angels, and they're always like an all-star team. You're like, yep. these guys are five and 19, yet they came to play us and they got all their wins. Yeah. So it's annoying. It's, it's annoying. They come in and no one goes to their games. Uh, they don't yes. spend money. And here they come in to your, in your town and they're, they're beating up on your home team. And you're like, what the heck? It's the freaking Tampa Bay Rays. Like, yes. what is this? Like, and somehow they find a way and it's, that's Rays they, baseball for you. They draw 8,300 attendance at home and then they come to anaheim and they sweep or whatever it's i get yeah. it i get it it's so frustrating <laughs> thomas you got 25 games the next 25 games what are you what are you looking at in the braves and you know what are your thoughts we have a tough month of may and it makes me think back to april and all the series all the teams that we played against in april we're losing to those bad teams we lost we split a series with the Cincinnati Reds, who only have three wins all season, and two of those came against the Braves. That's 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 what's blowing my mind right now. So we split with the Cincinnati Reds. We lost the series against Texas Rangers, and then we split with the Washington Nationals. Those three teams right there, we should be demolishing, and that makes me look into this month of May. We play against the Brewers. We play against the Red Sox, the Padres, the Brewers again, the uh, number two Miami Marlins is surprising the heck out of me, the Phillies, the Marlins again, and then we end the month with uh, with Arizona. Thankfully, Arizona is going to hopefully, fingers crossed, let us end the uh, month on a high note, but that is a tough month we have to go through, and it's a gauntlet. And it, If we don't capitalize, if we don't step up right now, the division is going to be lost in May. And the rest of the season is not even going to matter. It's just going to be too far away that we can't make a push and we can't do anything about it. Yeah. No, it, listen, both of you boys are saying exactly what I, I always say. You've got to beat up on your division. you got to play better than 500 ball in your division. Mm-hmm. And the games that you have to win, the, no disrespect to these clubs, but the Reds, the Diamondbacks, um, you know, the, the weaker teams, the Orioles, um, you know, half the division in the American league central, right. The, the A's, when those guys come to town, you got to beat them. I mean, Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh pirates, you have to beat those teams 
and you don't have to sweep them, but you have to win the series. You got to take two. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, you nailed it, Thomas. It's just, those are the things that as a Dodger fan growing up in the nineties, we could never do in the two thousands. We can never do. And it would drive me batty when you, and you mentioned the, the Reds. I mean, the Reds are, I think, 3-19 and or 3-20 and if they lost tonight. Two of those three mm-hmm. wins were against you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to keep you up at night. It, it really does. <laughs> it, they didn't look like a terrible team, but yeah. we were making so many mistakes that they capitalized on. And then yeah. when you look at them now, it's just crazy. Well, and and – you know, we've the three of us have talked about this offline, right? It's super simple. It may not make sense. Those two games to, you know, that you lost to the Reds may not make a big deal in April. We joke about it. But if you miss the playoffs or if you miss winning the division by one game, wait a second. That's a big yep. deal, right? Yep. And if you don't believe it, ask the Dodgers with the Giants last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have one day where you have two bad throwing errors and you lose a game, and now you're playing in a wild card game after winning over 100 games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just stupid. So, yeah. all right, uh, final question. Promise I'm going to finalize it with you, and then, Brian, I'm going to go to you. This question yeah. is tailor-made for you, Thomas. There's one Correct. reason, and if you do not mention this name, <laughs> like, I am setting this up. Pop fans, if you're listening to this right now, and you're wondering, Thomas, better say this guy. If he doesn't, I will personally give you his contact information. (laughs) Roster moves, likes and dislikes. Thomas, what of any roster moves have happened since the beginning of the season that you're happy about? All right. So Braves have a new face on the team again. Travis Dermott. No, Travis Dermott (laughs) is on the team. But Ronald Acuna Jr., that's who everybody wants to hear about. Acuna is back. He is in a platooning situation because he came back early. He came back about two weeks earlier than what everybody ex- expected. And it's taken him a second to get warmed back up to the major league eye level, to the major league ready level. He's only batting 200 in his five games that he's played in. He's also striking out eight times in his 20 at-bats. So it's just getting his eye back ready because the level of competition in AAA ball to major league ball is so significantly big of a range it's going to take him a second. So I say maybe mid-May, maybe beginning of June, he's going to be back to his old form. Yeah. I, I Listen, if Acuna ends the season with an average of 200, I will, when the next time I'm out there, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah, okay. I know that that's not going to happen. You and I yeah. both know that that's not going to happen. And you're right. It's all about mm-hmm. timing. It's all about, I mean, AAA guys are AAA guys. I mean, they yeah. just are. Right. Acuna is an all star. Acuna, if he plays his career Acuna style, we could be talking about a Hall of Famer. So I'm not worried about it. He came back early, but I was excited about that roster move. I had to throw that question in for you, Thomas. (laughs) I mean, that was tailor made for you. That's the softest of softballs I can ever give you, my friend. (laughs) You are welcome. My birthday. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Brian, uh, roster moves for the Angels so far. Uh, roster moves. So at the beginning of the season, like, I don't know, right before the the uh, preseason games with the Dodgers, mm-hmm. uh, Angels drops Justin Upton and they ate the final year of his contract. I believe it's 28 mil. That was the big one. GM said the kids are ready. Marsh and Adele are ready. 
Today, Adele got optioned. He wasn't getting much playing time because Marsh has been hitting, and they're not platooning Ward at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Ward's there to stay. Um, that I do like. I was actually texting a friend because Adele's defense has not been good again. That's his biggest question mark and his strikeouts. But um, I texted my friend yesterday. I was like, wow, can't wait to see Adele uh, play off the monster in Boston. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure enough, he got options. So. And they put out Jack Mayfield out there. It was his first ever appearance in the outfield in the major leagues. So there we go. But, um, you know, they, there was some moves. They optioned Jose Suarez, who was, really wasn't getting out of the third or the fourth inning. Um, yeah. So they sent him down to fine-tune what was wrong with him. Um, so they're running with that five-man rotation. But um, roster moves, like, they haven't done a ton. Um Still early. early. Still early. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what guys are, are raking in the minors right now. Um, their, um, their plan of having Wade and Velasquez platoon at short, I didn't see coming. Um, yeah. I didn't, also didn't see the injury to David Fletcher coming and him not playing short that much anymore. So it's like a – it's a platoon of the middle, middle infield and – so far, neither, not any of them are really hitting, but they play solid defense. Velasquez has been a wizard at short. He has saved a lot of runs. He's saved a lot of hits. Um, Joe Madden likes him. I like him. I like defensive shortstops. Like, we don't see that a lot anymore because of the shift. Um, but um, he's everywhere. He's got an arm. Um, if his bat was a little bit better, we'll see what happens. But um, not many roster moves, but – Still early. Hope, yeah, it's still early. We'll see May. I think like May or June. It really picks up. Like it gets warmer, you know. Um, guys get either hurt or they get back healthy. So we'll see. So, so you know, here's an interesting question for you about Joe Adele. Um, because a lot of guys that I talk to, a lot of Angel fans that I talk to, either love him or really don't like him at all. And it's a weird it, – because he's so young, it's a weird – place to be i wonder and i you know i'm just throwing this out to you i wonder if a he's trying too hard and i wonder what type of guy he is in the clubhouse because he i mean if you're struggling but you're a good clubhouse guy and you're there to learn and you're there to you know make a difference and it will take you some time maybe he's there but um I wonder what kind of clubhouse – does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah, from what I've seen with a lot of interviews and how he interacts in the dugout when he's not playing is he's a good guy in the clubhouse. Um, mm-hmm. I personally think the guy, from what I've heard from insiders um, for the Angels, the radio personality, um, he's a hard worker. Good. I personally think it's a mental game. He, I know he can hit. I've seen him hit. He hits bombs. Um it's being selective at the plate, but also not overthinking defense. Um, and there's times where, you know, he he feeds off of making an error and, and then the next player a game later, he makes a great defensive play. Yeah. And it's and he's he's got to feed off of that. And I think with Angel fans, a lot of us, um, we haven't really had a top position player prospect since Mike Trout. Yeah. And before wow. that, it was – Brandon Wood, who was always, oh, this guy, he he hits triple A, 40 homers. This guy is ready, comes up, 
he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. It's yep. it's yep. a whole mental game. And I think with Adele and Angel fans in general, they just got to be patient. He's like 22. He's 22. It's like the guys in Seattle, Rodriguez and Kellenek. They're 21, 22. They'll come around. Like those guys know how to hit. They've been doing it their whole lives. Like, give it time. He's gonna he's gonna fine tune it in a triple A. And I think I think Adele comes up. Yeah, he. I watched him in, in when uh, you guys had your series in Se- or not Seattle in uh, uh, Chicago recently. And he when he came up to the plate, mentally as a former pitcher, I've already got him done because he came up and he looked scared. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. he looked scared like he was gonna gonna make an out. And as it's a very, pitcher, very tense. Uh, yeah, stance. Yeah, as a pitcher, it's very tense. All you need to do is expand the zone two to three inches either way. He's gonna swing, yeah. right? And so, yeah. Anyways, good call. All right, fellas, Angels, Braves. This has been a phenomenal discussion. Um, anything that we missed? Did we miss anything? I mean, I uh, think you guys covered it pretty good. I want to ask a question to Thomas, actually. Good. Um, Ask away. This might be too far. It's only April. But at what point for the Braves can you label it a pretty bad World Series hangover? If we have not gotten over 500 by June. Okay. That's the World Series hangover right there. Ooh. Ooh, That's that's generous. I, I would say by like May 15th. After the okay. Dodgers won the World Series, but no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you, Thomas. Yeah. But that's that's generous. Of course, notice that's the guy that hasn't won a World Series in twenty years. That's asking that question, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's- I was around in 03. <laughs> the Angels were not good in 03. Just shows how hard it is to repeat. Um, yes, but it is. They got it different is. personnel on that team. I think a lot of those injuries haven't helped. I think losing Eddie Rosario to a eye thing isn't good. I don't know what happened there, but he had eye surgery, so he's out for like a while. But don't get me started on that. He just wasn't seeing the ball. I called it that he wasn't seeing the ball, and he literally wasn't seeing wasn't it. seeing the ball. <laughs> yeah. He literally so was not seeing the ball. <laughs> yeah, I think Damn, he was he... three for fifty-two at that point. He was he was doing horrible. Yeah. yeah. Also, that might be a thing. Uh, I've thought about this the last like week or two. Like, what if someone just like, I need glasses? Because you remember like Tommy Pham had issues in the outfield because he yeah. couldn't see the ball and he got like corrective lenses and stuff or had LASIK, I don't remember. But I had that Rick same Vaughan. thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had that Vaughan. same thought about Joe, <laughs> Joe Adele. It was, yeah. man, no one can read the ball that bad off the bat. What if mm-hmm. he can't see it that great? What if he can't see yep. it? So well, again, the pressures of getting there are one thing. The pressures of staying there when you have all the hype around you are another thing. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, fellas, we're talking about Angels, Dodgers, and Braves. We're talking about three teams that are going to play in October, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I hope. <laughs> I mean, you, Brian, both of you were on the podcast beforehand. You know I picked the Angels to win the West. You did. You I did. mean, Thomas, I know that you hate that I picked the Phillies, but – and the Phillies have not jumped out of the gate early like I thought they nope. would. I they have fallen apart, and the poor Phillies are losing their own games. It's not that they're not winning. They are legit losing their own games. And mm-hmm. if, if I were a Phillies fan, I'd be going crazy. I'd be throwing stuff at my TV. I'd be, you know, bum-rushing the stadium going, what's going on? But, you know, 
tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yep. I, fellas, this is a great conversation. I have loved having this conversation and I, I appreciate you both being on for this. Um, top fans, tell us what you think. I am us. Let us know what we've missed. If you want to be a part of another one of these very similar conversations, by all means, Brian and Thomas, you know me, I'm going to have you guys back. We're going to have some rivalry discussions here pretty quick, but I'm just so grateful, especially Thomas, you're on the East coast. You're up late for me. So thank you for gotcha. being on both of yep. you guys. I appreciate it. And have a good night. Have a good one.